here we are, bottom of the Smash Mountain, and today I'm so happy to be joined by Ghetto War Machine 420. That's where you can find him on Twitter and also on the sticks at your favorite New England melee locals and regionals. Jesse, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Jesse. I really appreciate the opportunity. This is I'm I'm very excited. I actually listen to the podcast quite a bit on on long drives to tournaments. I'll I'll check it out and listen listen like over ten at this point. Very kind of you to say. I appreciate that. And let's talk about Jesse first. As much as I am excited to hear feedback about my own podcast on air, so you have to say nice things, I guess. (laughs) I do. I do love the fact that you're spelling your name correctly. And I've Mm -hmm. seen J E S S. I.E. fairly frequently. Jay Bobison down here in Lancaster spells it that way, but I just, I don't understand. I, I think it's just a theory of if your parents say, we need a unique name, but then they like Jesse too much, they can't get away from it. They can't go over to all the numbers and symbols that they were thinking, oh, we can name our child after a bunch of numbers and symbols or sunset or something. Like they do, like they do. But yeah. they can make the Jesse super unique, right? Mm-hmm. J-E-S-S-Y, J-E-S-S-I-Y-E, J-E-S-S-I. I mean, you name it. You name it. it you know, fun story about, you know, s- uh, hippie stoner parents in the 70s. My mom wanted to name my sister Summer Rain. That yeah. was like, she's like, she's like, I want her first name to be Summer and her middle name to be Rain. And my dad <laughs> was like, absolutely not. He, he was like, you know, pretty straight edge. He was like, no, like, what? Are you out of your mind? But, yeah. Jesse and Cheyenne worked out. My favorite, my favorite person uh, who had a really unique name was named River Jordan. His first name was River, and so that's what everybody called him. But his middle name was Jordan. He would he would explain that. He had to explain it to people because he would say, "Hi, I'm River. It's nice to meet you." And I would go, "Uh huh." And he would uh-huh. say, "It's it's after River Jordan. Don't worry about it." <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. "Okay, all right." <laughs> I was at uh, just, yeah, real quick. I was at the hand doctor last week occupational therapist because it's my occupation right semi pro game oh oh you're you're occupying the hands occupying my hands with you know one of these one of these bad larrys right here i don't want to whip it out too much you know show off the piece on stream but um no so i was at my occupational therapist and i'm waiting to go inside right so i'm just sitting on my phone hanging out and a gentleman walks in and he sits down at the desk and she goes your name and he goes uh young blood and i'm like (laughs) <laughs> no way and I, and I and i like i, I like i like crack my head i look up from my phone and the guy is at least 60 at least 60 big wrinkles you know gray hair he's slumped over in the chair he's breathing heavy from walking in type of thing and he's just like she's like what was that and he's like young blood <laughs> I was like, I was like no way and she's like perry and he's like yep that's me and he just fucking he got up sat in a different chair and i was like Sir, is your name really Youngblood? Because I thought that was his first name. I thought it was first name Youngblood, last name Perry, right? And I was like, who the fuck names their kid in the 50s Youngblood? They were really ahead of their time. Found out it was the last name, spelled out all one word, Y-O-U-N-G-B-L-O-O-D. But like, I don't know, I just ended up grilling this guy about his last name being Youngblood. I... (laughs) I've never ever, and the craziest part was, I was like, "Is he really young blood?" Like, I've never heard someone with, you know, no offense, your age, but like, have that kind of, you know, kind of a unique name like that. And he's like, "Oh, it's the same as Smith and like Lawson and stuff like that." I was like, "It is fucking not exactly. It is absolutely not." Um. Anyway, 
That's a that fun story. story. Names are fun. Yes. So we're both named Jesse. We've gotten that out of the way. I really appreciate you taking the time to join me. This has been a little bit of a long time coming. I saw, well, first of all, I knew about you because of a lost interview. I need to tell this story. I was able to have stock money on a long time ago before I was oh. using OBS and internet and Discord. Well, no, I was using Discord. I lied. But I did not have the resources that I do now. So I asked stock money to record for me. But sadly, mm -hmm. the interview got lost. Uh, but I, I remember talking to stock money about you. And I think I was also talking to Sean about you. They brought you up, both of them separately, saying... Both you know, Sean's get a war machine is is obviously like one of the most hilarious people up here. He's so cool. He's obviously a great player as well. But you don't want get a war machine talking about you or to you while you're up on the stage playing. You do not want that to happen. Mm -hmm. You'll you'll just be in trouble. You'll do something stupid while everybody's watching, and it'll be it'll be Jesse in the back saying something first. I I was raised on. Hype. I started in 2013. I started as a brawl kid playing brawl with my brother. So basically, what happened was I was an annoying young kid. My brother would play brawl with his friends. He's five years older than me. So I was like 13 or 14, and he was playing brawl with his, you know, 17, 18 year old, almost graduated high school at this point. And I really wanted to play. They would never let me because I was so annoying, obviously. Uh, you know, big brother, little little brother stuff. Oh yeah, I get that. I have a brother five years younger than me too. Yeah, so you so you absolutely get that then. Yeah. Uh, and he one night comes up to me. I'm playing Counter Strike Source in my room. I'm surfing, just you know, doing the thing. Um, and he goes, "There is a brawl tournament at the comic book store, 20 minutes away tomorrow at 3 p.m. Do you want to play with me in brawl all night? Get good at this game." go and try and win this tournament. And I was like, that sounds sick. Like, let's play video <laughs> games. Like, big brother validation. Like, yeah. we're going to hang out. I get to go into the basement where your room is. Like, are you serious? <laughs> like, I, oh my God, I'm down. So we played Brawl for probably 10 hours straight that night. He, he came up to my room at like mm. 7 p.m. We played, we played until 5 or 6 in the morning. Slept until noon. Got up and then went to this tournament. And I got second. So it was weird. It was a nine-person Swiss. So it wasn't a real double elimination. wasn't even a round robin. So the pairings were very odd. They were setting it up because it was a card shop. It was set up for, like, Magic players, and they had never run a Smash tournament before. Uh, and so we just did Swiss. I never actually had to play my brother, but I had to play his friend, who was, like, really good. He played Sheik. Oh, I, well, I already know how that's going to end. Yeah, yeah. I played Fox, though. I, I Right from the get-go, I'm still a Fox main eight years later to this day because I played Fox for 10 hours straight one night in Brawl. Like, And that was just, that was it. That was the decider. Yeah, Fox is a good uh, character in Brawl. Fox is he's all right. I, I figured out that Down Air clanked into Up Smash. Not clanked, but like connected into Up Smash. If they're really bad, it was sick. Um, <laughs> anyway. So I, I end up outplacing my brother at this tournament. And he, you can ask him now. He doesn't believe it, but I, fucking, I outplaced him at this tournament. We both lost to this Game & Watch player that was a year older than me. His name was Gif. And he soon became like my... He became like the next, the next step on the Pantheon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like 
I start out at base level. I know nothing. I play with my brother for 10 hours straight. He tells me all about his friend group and the fucking the hierarchy that they have. I, I, I get to the near top of the hierarchy. I outplace Josh at the tournament and I beat his friend. Um, and now there's this new new threat that has just bodied us. So what do I do? Instead of going, okay, that was fun, like back to playing Counter-Strike, I'm like, what's up with this? Like, let's play more. Like, I want to keep playing. Why are we not playing more? Because, you know, my brother would, he, he wasn't as competitive as I was. He thought the tournament would just be fun. Oh, he I, thought. <laughs> yeah, he so so he thought, right? So he thought he thought it'd be fun, and then... but it gets real. So Toria, Toria, you know. But um, but you know, Gif sees you. He sees he sees a player who's hungry, who's wanting hungry, to go to hungry. go all night and, again. And I'll say this: Gif was not. He did not hold back on letting us know how much better he was. <laughs> he did not he did not hold back on going I could beat you with any character. Oh, do you want to play melee? I could beat you in that game too. You want to play 64? I could beat you in that game. So it it slowly became like or I'm sorry, very quickly became like a Oh, like you you want to this is how you want to bang. You want to bang like this. Okay. So I started playing Brawl more, and then I was at that comic book store because it was close to my high school, and I played Magic the Gathering. for. So before I played Melee, I played Magic competitively for a couple years. I went to tournaments with my dad, big, big, you know, like regional-sized tournaments. Um, they were called, like, Pro Tour, not P, uh, Pro Tour Qualifiers, but um, Grand Prix and um, uh, uh, SCG Opens, Star City Game Opens. There was one in Worcester. I remember that I went. Anyway, um, so I was like a pretty, I was pretty competitive already. And I was hanging out at the card shop and they go, um, have you played Melee before? Because I was just messing around with Brawl again. And I'm like, no, I don't really know what that is. What is that? I didn't really have a GameCube <laughs> growing up. I, I swear to God, I swear to dude, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. I had no idea what Melee was. I didn't know anything about it i only knew brawl because i had only seen my brother play i kind of knew 64 because you know everybody knows 64 so he goes all right like let me help you set it up we set up melee i'm on a lcd screen i'm sitting behind a table probably like 50 feet back like super far and uh and i play captain falcon versus peach on yoshi's story it's it's the standard there's no memory card in so it's it's two minutes time uh two minutes stockless so you just keep right, going right. time mash yeah yeah ba just based incredibly based I, that's such a basic setup pl i played for probably 45 seconds maybe less than that before i paused it and put the controller down and said this game sucks it's way too fast i don't like it this is stupid. Like this literally like this game fucking sucks. Classic. Like no way. No way. Why would I play this when Brawl is a thing? Like look, Meta Knight's in that game. This this game has less characters. Like why would I play you it? You see the Cracker Barrel launcher? That's pretty cool. Is that in Melee? That's, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Diddy Kong. I love bananas, dude. <laughs> Snake, um, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, I loved Snake too. So that's why I was like if I didn't play Fox, I would play Snake. Snake's so <laughs> slow and Brawl. Um not the uptilt, so, though. Sorry, go ahead. Not the uptilt. No, no, you're totally good. 
So it was funny because I said that and the store owner at the time, Chris, he still he still runs that comic book store. And I was there on Saturday at a melee tournament eight years later, looking like talking to him about melee eight years later. And he just started laughing at me. He goes, that's so funny because that's like melee is the game that has the real competitive scene. He's like brawls, the laughing stock of the Smash community like. And he, and he wasn't even he's like, I'm not trying to like talk smack about your game because I know you like that game. But like, I just think that's funny that that's because that's like, you know, obviously the most ridiculous thing ever. This game's too fast. Like there's less characters. It's stupid. Like, I think that that reasoning alone is pretty like scrubby. So um, after that, I I actually was OK. So I was playing Magic. I was on the wrestling team at my high school and at my middle school. So I was middle school into high school. I met my good friend, lifetime partner, buddy at this point. I would say partner. Lifetime compadre at this point, not partner, not sexually related at all. Right, sure. Um, no, no, it's uh, I no, understand nothing. what you're saying. Absolutely now. not. Yeah. Nope, mm-hmm. nope. I'm the opposite of. Okay. Uh, anyway, so we were on the wrestling team together, same weight class. We were wrestling, had to practice a lot together, so we became friends. On Twitter, I made a Twitter, freshman year of high school. I see his Twitter talking about, like, talking about Smash. Just something about Smash, period. And something, I think, because him and his buddies had been playing PM beforehand. And we'll get into that. And so I had been, I saw Smash. I was like, holy shit. Melee, I had remembered. I had kind of, you know, dipped out of Brawl at this point. But, um... My brother, because again, my brother wasn't really competitive. They didn't host any more brawl tournaments. Brawl was a pretty dead game. So um, I went back to doing my thing, wrestling, Smash. I look up Smash on YouTube, find the documentary. I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing in one night. I was up until six in the morning. I slept for 45 minutes and then I got on my bus and went to school. Next day, I'm talking to Raph at practice for, you know, a bit about this documentary. I send him a link to it, everything. And he goes, dude, this is fucking crazy. I play this game called Project M that's a lot like this at my house with my buddy Nate. For those of you that know, PM 2.7, um, this was when uh, Roy and Mewtwo had just gotten added to PM. This wasn't even, I don't know, I don't think this was 3.0 yet because I remember seeing the new above both of their names. So those guys had just gotten added. Uh, so this is like old, old PM. And we played PM. He's like, do you want to come over after practice and just play PM? Do you want to play with us? Sure. We go over and they're sick. They 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 understand L canceling and and you know, like they they know neutral to a degree. Um, right. And they're I'm, not just running in. They don't they know how to use shield. In. Like that's the new play yeah. thing. They don't know how yeah. to do anything but move towards another person and they don't know what shield is. They're like, What's shield? They can recover. They can get back onto the stage. That's like a huge thing. That once you realize that someone can get back onto the stage after getting hit, you're like, "Oh shit!" So you have played this game before. Okay. Do you do you um, do, uh, uh, do you know how to upbeat? Uh, it's like up on the control teaching stick. my girlfriend how to upbeat, dude. Oh my god, <laughs> teaching my girlfriend how to upbeat was the most wholesome thing I think I could have ever done. <laughs> um, and so we we play PM. We watch the documentary. So I've watched it twice at this point. We watch all of it. Me and my buddy Raph. So we were in a basement called the Den. We called it the Nexus, the Den. It was where we hosted all of our LAN stuff. We would bring all of our computers there and set up on the walls and just play. 
podcast all night. I love it. Because yeah, I slowly like slowly this became like my my tight group of friends through Smash because I showed them the documentary and they're like, This looks sick. Like let's play melee and let's get sick at it. Like let's get really sick at it. We were all like we all had that mentality of like, all right, let's do it. Grind time. We're in high school. Like we're not doing anything else. Let's just play melee against each other all day, every day after school. Shout out to my cat Margo. Margo. There's a cat. For those who are listening to the audio version of this podcast, this is one reason why you should go on YouTube and look up Bottom of the Smash Mountain on YouTube to get Margo in your life, who's such a beautiful kitty cat. Oh my gosh. Oh, so sweet. Good girl. Oh, I love cats. <laughs> I love cats so much, but I'm actually allergic. So even though I love cats more than just about any animal, I can't like have one close to me in my life. Yeah. It's like are you allergic to dogs? No, not really. Uh, I'm like it's it's cat dander literally. It's like Lady Hawk, which is oh. an old 1980 something movie. But anyway, go ahead. You're uh, closely becoming more tight knit with the bros in high school, and you're just playing melee because of the documentary. It's sick. It's sick because it's the coolest thing ever. The coolest because it's it's because it brought us together. It was so sick. So here's why it was so sick. For me, it was so sick because I didn't have a tight knit group of friends like that that wanted to hang out every day and grind the same thing that thought the same way I did. I had friends that had similar interests. Oh, we joked about the same stuff. Maybe we played the same game on our computers, but like it wasn't it wasn't like a scheduled like every day like this is our fucking life now melee became that it was it was pm and melee we both we played both we had big fests all the time new we started hosting sss i me and raf and alma all of us all three of us started hosting sss in early 2014 and it's been running since then and it's been a monthly tournament we've missed maybe like less than five or ten total in eight years of running tournaments which is bonkers respectable um, yeah more than respectable yeah, That's awesome. just just trying to just trying to keep the scene alive we just we saw the opportunity with the card shop we saw what it did for us because to go back to my previous point it's so sick because it brought us together yeah. I didn't have that tight knit group, and now I have that tight knit group of people who I can consider like like I would take a bullet for them. Like I had never felt that way about somebody before, other than fans, right? Like I would I would truthfully, truthfully, like easily take a bullet for any of these people that I had spent so much time with just over this one game. And it was the again, this one game that brought us together. This one game that was so special that kept us all involved. Endless entertainment for years, endless years of jokes, of of being able to like look back on pictures, on memories, on tournaments, on on fests, on on anything, on a combo. I could do an up tilt to one of my friends, and they would be able to start laughing just because of some joke we said six years ago about Falco up tilt. You know what I mean? Like it's it's there's nothing else that I've been able I've not I have not found anything else in life that has been able to give me like that kind of lasting memory and that kind of like impression especially on a growing youth right unbelievable how good this game is so we're getting good 
we're getting nice with it. Uh, we are getting sick. I'm talking, I'm talking, somebody, somebody gloom shot that. Where's the shadow play? Oh my God. What's, what was the old clip? Odd shot. Someone odd shot that. That's what it was. Someone <laughs> odd shot that. Not gloom shot. Gloom shot came. 16 or 17. That was gloom. Do you know what gloom shot is? Gloom shot's the like uh, daily upload bot. Uh, no, I do not know gloom shot. Gloomshot is like a daily upload, uh, daily melee highlights upload bot that came in like 2017 or 2018. It was pretty controversial when it came out because primarily from VG Bootcamp and, you know, a lot of other streamers too, people tend to not care as much nowadays. But um, I think it's because it's all the clips are posted to, they, they take the clips from a subreddit now as opposed to just from straight up Twitch. Um, they were taking clips from like you know vg bootcamp or whatever without permission and then uploading it to youtube and then monetizing the videos and then making money off of other people's content which is like when you and he was literally like i run a script to do this so i don't have to do anything manually at all i made a script one time and it does all of this for me every day that's incredible money off of it right which was like you know again respect the hustle but it's other people's content so you know very true very true weigh the scales um anyway we're getting nice with it. We're going to tournaments. We go to, and this is uh, this is primarily for the old New England heads, or like just New England heads, period, right? Or anybody in the the Northeast that kind of knows Smashing Grounds, formerly uh, Game Universe, Game Underground, um, the Mass Madness hosting venue, like the 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 oldest living venue in New England, I think, in terms of like melee tournaments. Uh, we went, me and Raph, left school early. And this is this is the point that we were at. When I say we're getting nice, I mean like we are leaving school at 11.30 a.m., like skipping classes to go to a tournament early or go to a buddy's house and grind before a tournament or, you know, do whatever, degenerate shit. Like, in hindsight, I would not have traded it for the world because I am who I am today because of all of the experiences I've gotten through melee. And I think through melee kind of alone has been able to like really mature me as a person, obviously, you know, maybe not everything, but, but I almost did not graduate high school because I would just skip <laughs> class. I would just, I would just skip classes and play melee. I would just, I would fuck. I would text my buddies yo let's ditch i couldn't even drive at the point or at that point i mean i i eventually you know was just skipping on my own to just go home and play melee but it was if it wasn't every single day after school it was every single day leaving school early like playing melee getting detention all f's then playing catch up for two months no melee just playing catch up at the very end of the semester whatever toxic but again wouldn't trade it for anything in the world because i am where i am now because of melee thank you for that it's called it's yeah. called the gamer gene when you absolutely have to you get everything you, that you need to done you clutch box you clutch box yes. yeah you just fucking clutch box it um anyway so we're getting nice we go to the first smashing ground me and raf get fourth in project m teams we both like go like one and two we get destroyed and then from there it's every thursday Every fucking Thursday, we leave early. We go to Smashing Grounds. We play more PM. We grind this game. And so from 2014 till, I want to say, 
probably it was roughly around 2016 2015 yeah yeah 2016 that uh we played like again all day all the time raf had graduated from high school in 2014 at the end of 2014 he went to to college alma went to school as well but she they both so okay we all went a separate route after so they were two years older than me they graduated they both raf went to unh which was further north alma went to montserrat college of art which is in beverly mass i was still in high school i was a sophomore when they graduated became a junior as they were going to college raf kind of played at college alma didn't at all i was still at school or i was still at high school so i didn't have my my homies to play with yeah but i had net play and i had and you might know who this is, Glock in my Toyota. Yes, I had achieved, I've heard that I had, name I, had, I had attained a certain Nick Marcus at uh, sophomore year. I went into my Latin room, and I saw... I was just going in there to mess with my Latin teacher. Good guy, Mr. Champagne, shout out. And uh, I see Nick Marcus in there. And uh, fun fact about Nick Marcus, he was at the brawl tournament that I had told you about earlier, that first brawl tournament with Gifford. <laughs> the I nine people. He's there. Yeah, at the nine people, he was one of them. But he was like, he was literally like 11. So I didn't know his face, didn't recognize him like that much. So when I see him in this Latin room, I go, hey, you played brawl. He's like, yeah, I did. And I played a lot of it. And I played a lot of it. And I was good. And I'm good now. And I was like, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. I'm like, do you like Melee at all? He's like, I love watching Melee, but I have never gotten to play it really. And I had a car at this point. I had just gotten my license sophomore year. And I was like, how about this? You're 15 minutes away from my house. How about I drive you home from school? We drop off your stuff. We go to my house. We play Melee for a couple hours. And he's like, that sounds amazing. He's like, here's, my, here's the number for my iPod. I'll text you. <laughs> I'll I'll text you when I have Wi-Fi by the office later. Oh. I was like, perfect, perfect, bro. That That's sounds awesome. so sick. That's because awesome. he didn't get a phone until he was like 16 or something. He was 14 at the time. And so Raph and Alma had kind of dispersed. I had Nick Marcus now. Um, where should I go from here? Let's 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 go back to GIF. Let's go back to GIF for a quick second. I finally got to have my revenge on gif when i said we were getting nice i meant it we were getting nice. gif was only a year older than me like i had said gif was a real nice guy real he was a real tight homie other than the shit talk you know that fueled the fuck out of me but um we <laughs> it, it really did it, it's like I was upset in the moment, but I realized how much it fueled me as a person. And I was like, I respect that. Like, I'm into it. And that's, you know, I would say that that tournament getting talked to like that is why I'm the, like, why, you know, what you had said earlier, you know, I, when don't play on stage when I'm there, obviously I'm not going to harass every single person, but I'm a loud guy. I think I think I can add a couple bits of witty humor to a crowd to lighten everybody up, you know, because at a tournament tensions can be high. Uh, and I think that good smack talk is very, very crucial for character development. If you don't, if everybody 
is as soft as if ever if no one ever shits talk uh, shit talks everyone is super respectful that's great i guess perfect world but let's be humans for a second i think that the character development that is built from talking shit is easily more valuable than uh, saying nothing and just being respectful because you can talk shit to somebody and then know that they have to earn that respect back because again it's it's earned not given kind of if you just give your respect to everybody they abuse it when they earn your respect then it's a much uh, a much stronger bond of respect if i talk smack to you and i beat your ass 3-0 and then you come back next week and you beat me 3-1 or 3-0 or something i immediately have a newfound level of respect right even if i'm a little bit upset at myself maybe i didn't play good hey fuck it. maybe you didn't play good the first time right right but but now we have to come to an agreement or come to terms with we smack talk each other we both backed it up a little bit and now we're just playing this game of going back and forth. I respect you. You respect me. Even, me, even if you don't respect me, I respect you because I talked smacked and I lost afterwards. I couldn't hold my end. I have to keep my shit clean. I'm going to do that. Right? So that forces respect. But I'm going off on a tangent here. I know. You're fine. I think what I like hearing from your perspective on that is how there is a certain amount of people who are going to find that uh, too abrasive and it'll kind of shut them down. But there are people like you, Jesse, where you'll hear it and it'll instantly motivate you. It'll actually Mm -hmm. be ultimately probably the better thing to happen to you as compared to being like, Oh, you know, it's okay. I know you're new. It's fine. Like, you know, you, you just keep playing. You'll, you'll, you'll get better. I mean, having somebody who's older than you just slightly older where you're reminded that you have an older brother right i think that that ties into it i have older brothers so i i was saying that i have a younger brother he's five years younger than me i have brothers that are five years older than me and i'll go i do not like losing like that's the memory that i have of playing smash 64 against computers by myself because i could not beat my brothers either of them in 64 because that was the only that was the only console we had we did not have melee so i didn't know melee existed yet but i loved the game but i loved uh, i hated the fact that i couldn't beat my two older brothers so they would you know they'd let me know they're like you know you're you're little you're younger than us you have small hands you're you don't understand small what's hands. Going on. <laughs> they're like you know you have small hands <laughs> they're like jesse you you just you just suck at this and you your know, hands are just too small dude sorry they're just like telling me all these things and they're just saying it to rub it in they're like we're just better than you and i was like I'll show you so i eventually got to that point where i learned how to roll <laughs> they did yep. not know how to roll they only knew how to shield and shield stun is super bad once you start to rely on it too much in 64 64 yep yep and then uh, it started to turn around a little bit. And then I understood. Development, you adapt. Yes. Then I understood. I looked up Z canceling because I, like, I saw Z canceling in some video or, or, or facts, like game facts website or other. And I looked it mm-hmm. up and I was going like, oh. And then you just learned that actually aerial attacks are like super great and are low committal. You don't have to always be on the ground doing your forward tilt. Because that's bad. Jeez, that's like attacking. really bad. And dash attacking. dash attacking. Also, grab a lot. 
Yep. In 64, oh my god. Super Grab broken. Every single time. Super broken. So I understand what you're saying because like that motivated me to get better as compared to mm. them being like nice about it. It probably would have just made me happy to be accepted just straight up, but it wouldn't have earned it. I think the feeling's sweeter. I agree. And I realized that I, I know now where to go back for our tangent or where I where I veered off. We're at Gif's house. Gif has a big party. Gif's got real, real rich parents. Gif's got a nice place. Real nice parents are out of town for the weekend hey let's have 40 oh, okay, fucking yeah. 40 40 50 people over we're all underage some of us are of age but not a lot i'm there with my father and i haven't brought this up yet my and this isn't my biological father this is my melee father taylor rosati aka mort those who know know those who don't know will never know Mort is single-handedly probably the greatest player aside from Mango and Armada that I have ever seen grace the sticks in terms of raw talent in neutral and knowing how to obliterate an opponent for their habits very quickly. What I mean by that, and, 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 I, and I, Taylor, okay, so Taylor never entered tournaments. Taylor was just not a competitive guy, but he was disgusting. So, and that's how he is with every game, and still is like that today. He's, he's, you know, he's a year older than me. I've known him since I was in, like, fifth grade. He's known my sister forever, too. Family guy. Um, and he, he's just filthy at every game. So we're playing Melee. He kind of, so I figure out about the documentary. I meet up with all the bros. When I'm not with the bros, Taylor Rosati comes over sometimes and he just teaches me like neutral stuff. I learn tech when I'm with the bros and when I'm with Taylor, I learn about neutral and like history kind of because he's been around for a while. He knew about net play and stuff way back when, when they were doing like Hitachi servers or something. <laughs> I haven't even heard of that. That's yeah, awesome. I, 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 it was a long time ago. I, I could be that could be misinformation Hitachi servers that doesn't I feel like I, I know Hitachi servers are a thing, but I feel like that was never a thing for melee. I feel like I'm thinking of like Dolphin 4.0 builds or something. Anyway, he told me about a time that he played against Kage the Warrior on Netplay. Oh, K word. And mm-hmm. yeah, K word. Yep. And he said that he had some even games with K word. And he said that he had no aspirations in melee. Zero but to one day meet Kage in person and to body him in person. <laughs> like it was, it was, to go after it was, it was fucking crazy. It was <laughs> the most, it was the most insane. Like, have you, you probably aren't a big anime guy, are you? Not super big. I've only watched like maybe three. There's Hunter Hunter. Big show. You mean Hunter People X Hunter? Yeah, it's, Yes, yes, Hunter x Hunter. I've, I've, I've watched about both. half the episodes. Okay. There is a scene. Have you seen where, and this is spoilers, I'm sorry for people, it, it's been out for like 10 years, at least 20 years. You know, it's, it's like <laughs> if I spoiled Batman Dark Knight for you or something. You know, shut up. <laughs> Hisoka has this insane energy in the Heavens Arena when Gon and Kilua are on, like, the 100th floor or whatever, and they're walking through the hallway, and then Hisoka has this, like, aura that, like, just, they can feel it on their skin, and it's all over their body, and it's, like, 
booming through this hallway and it's like his overpowering like aura that he's emitting it's nen energy he would call it mm-hmm. uh, do you know what i'm talking about yep yep that was how i felt when taylor said he wanted to destroy kage i was gone in kilua not knowing anything about anything and taylor rosati is hisoka just to himself and to me just like fucking i will destroy kage one day like I have no aspirations other than to one day destroy Kage. And it's like, dude, I'm fucking 14, man. Like, I'm, I'm 15, 14. Like, I am not ready for this kind of anger and hatred for, you know, <laughs> and vengeance. God. And so he doesn't play in any tournaments. He'll come and hang out sometimes. But he was always, you know, he would, he would destroy us all when he wanted to. But he, he never took the game too serious. And it was always a pleasure to see him, like, sometimes we would go to tournaments and he'd go, yo, I'm going to enter amateur bracket, like watch my matches. And we would be like, okay, Taylor. Okay. Okay. Like, let's see it. And then he would just, you know, eight stock, eight stock, eight stock, whoever he played, like combo, combo, like filthy, filthy, filthy stuff for 2015, 2014. One day, there's a post in New England Melee. Hey, all. Vermont, some guy from Vermont here. I don't remember who. Vermont guy here. We're hosting a tournament. Kage's going to be there. $300 pop bonus. Queen City Melee, $10 entry. Ooh. Why, don't, why don't you guys show up, right? Show up, come play, come play Canada. It's Vermont, right? It's the middle point between New England and Canada. Sure, yeah. The top of Vermont borders with Canada, doesn't it? It does. It does. So does New Hampshire. How about that? I've been once or twice. Um, Go ahead. Taylor would never, like, anytime we tried to get him to come to a tournament that was more than, like, 25 minutes away, he was like, nah, I'm not interested. Nah, not really. That's too far. This tournament was four hours. Plus, we were staying an extra night at somebody's house. We were staying at TN's house. Shouts to TN getting his ass slapped to the moon by Tef. $1,000 money match. You know that guy? Anyway. He goes, Kagi's going to be there? And I go, yeah. He goes, I'll think about it. And I go, holy shit, he didn't say no right away. Like, oh, my God. He texts me, like, a couple minutes later. He goes, yeah, I'm in. I'm down. When do we leave? Like, he's like, when do you want to play? Like, do you want to play beforehand? Like, when do we leave? Like, I'll sign up for the tournament. Like, let's go. Do you want to do teams? Like, he's so, like, immediately. Like, this guy went from being the rogue sage in our entire world. The hermit. To being the hermit. The, to being the turtle hermit sage, Jariah god from another dimension mm-hmm. yeah yeah just just to being this like die hard competitor who was like ready to fucking just absolutely ascend into the next level so we show up we grind we grind we grind i see kage in the venue i see taylor in the venue i go taylor go take that setup right there i got you i'm the people person so i'll go talk i go up to kage i go restain my I knew his name because we were friends on Facebook before I even met him at this point. That's how that's how face like melee Facebook was. And I was friends with Prague, Mango, and Armada before I was friends with my mom on Facebook. <laughs> that, that is not a lie. I made a Facebook and did not friend my mom, and I friended Mango, Armada, and Prague before I friended them. So I knew who he was. He didn't know who I was. He kind of did, but like whatever. He just knew like James, James, whatever. <laughs> so, Jason, that's a popular J- Jason one. Jason James, yeah, 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 yeah. Jared. Um, so I go, Rustain, I have a very special request. 
I have a friend here who is like no other, and he would like to play some games with you, if that's all right. Taylor, he, he decided on the way there that he didn't want to do singles. He's like, I'm just going to play him in friendlies or a money match or something. I'll see if I can throw like 100 bucks on it. Just like, and again, that was that was big money back then. The Tafikins money match had happened. That was $1,000, and that was crazy. But like for a random dude to go, I'm going to go and like probably 100 maybe $200 money match this top 40 player at the time. Kage was really good back then. Yeah. So I go, can you please, can we, can we, can we please play some games for Stan? Can, we, can you just please play some games with my friend here? And he goes, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, you want to play some games? Yeah, play some games. So they sit down, and I have never seen someone be so focused in my entire life, ever, 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 ever. I've never seen such stillness, such concentration, such Bushido warrior mentality. Do not win, do not lose, play that that mentality embodied into a into into two eyes staring at a crt in in wherever we are vermont uh it's the green mountain state we get it vermont i mean yeah i'm surrounded by trees and hills that's it anyway they sit down and they play for six games straight taylor is at minimum two stalking at minimum two stalking him literally it is it is like it starts off game on battlefield, zero to death. Taylor gets the first kill. Who's then Taylor playing loses. first of all? They're, he's, they're Ganon players. They're both Ganon players. Oh, I never said that, did I? Because I'm like I'm so main. confused why Taylor's like focusing super I'm, hard on he's Kage. He's a Ganondorf main. I'm so sorry. I should have said that earlier. I thought I did. He was a Ganondorf and Captain Falcon player. This is. I'll give you a perspective on Taylor. Taylor was such a hermit that he thought S fought like s fat he said s fought he thought s fought was an ice climbers player because i was like and, and i had known who s fat was i was like dude i was like no i was like fly amanita is like the only ice climber i was like maybe wobbles he's like no no, wobbles, no wobbles. anyway six games of domination like just raw destruction and after the first two stocks on battlefield game one kage i remember looked at me and was like like who is this like what like what the hell is happening right now like whoa 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 whoa! you i don't know you i don't know who you are at all why are you destroying me so you know they do the top player thing sit up there a little bit like oh it's fine whatever sip of water like tighten up the controls maybe i rub my eyes or my forehead oh I, you know long drive whatever keeps getting bodied keeps getting keeps getting bodied keeps getting bodied and then Taylor, after the sixth game of winning straight, gets up, unplugs, and goes, good games, thanks for playing, and then just walks out. That was it. Literally just goes, good games, thanks for playing, and just fucking fist bumps, gets up, walks away. And, and I, I remember I was looking at him, just, Kage is literally in his chair, just, game, playing. Stone frozen. I have multiple people who could back me up on G Town Tom. You know him. You've interviewed with him. Thomas Lavin. He drove us to that tournament. Michael Tien was at that. I believe Nick Marcus Glock and my Toyota was also at that tournament. If not, if not Glock and my Toyota, then infinite numbers. That tournament car was. But I. 
I mean, just that alone was filthy, right? Just that alone is like, that's such a legendary tale that no one, no one knows. There's, there's like five, maybe six people total that know that story true. Like that know that that really happened and were there and can validate that that happened. Including yourself. Including myself. Including myself, yeah. There was the car ride, we talked about it. There was, a, there was like one or two other people in the room. I think they're on a different setup, but after they had seen like, you know, after I was gasping, audibly gasping multiple times a, a game, uh, they were, they stopped playing their friendlies. That, I mean, can you think of a, of a more suitable person to solidify as your father of a melee, like of, 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 um, of like of my melee career. I'm sorry. I should rephrase this. There is no one else that I would want to have be my father of melee than Taylor Rosati. And I know at least, again, at least five people that feel the exact same way that he is. Go. I know. I, I just. I looked at the clock. It's eight fifty. I can't even believe it's already almost been an hour. And all I've talked about is Taylor Rosati and talking shit. It's crazy. <laughs> um, You're doing fine talk- on time. I want to be respectful of your time, but I'm doing fine over here. Yeah, I'm. I'm chilling. Was there anything else that? Uh, yeah, because I, I can end the Taylor saga right there. Was there anything else that you kind of wanted to uh, to touch on? You're in Gift's house with your Smash father, Taylor. Fucking tangent. Hang on. Gifts house with my smash father, Taylor. Party. 30, 40, 50 people deep. Um, I'm dorky high school guy who plays melee all the time. I don't give a fuck anymore. I used to care about what these people thought, and now I just don't care. There's a melee setup at Gifts house. Or, I'm sorry, a PM setup at Gifts house. Let's play PM. Oh, that sounds great. GIF likes PM now. Times have changed. We've evolved, right? He's into PM. We all evolved through Smash. This is great. This is so sick. Me, Taylor Rosati, GIF, honestly. Taylor knows my my vengeance that I have to have with GIF. This is before his vengeance with Kage, but we had both known. It was like, it was like he tells me about his, I tell him about mine in, in that that's how it kind of builds as like okay so that's what vengeance is that's what i want he goes i'll sit out first i go thank you taylor (laughs) plug in we play fox versus game and watch and i four stock him so goddamn fast so goddamn fast and a and again this is like 30 or 40 people are at this house spread out throughout the house so there's like 15 people behind us watching we're in the we are in the center of his living room his main house tv is a giant crt they didn't have a big flat screen yet in their living room they had a giant crt a three-car garage but no flat screen that's i know well they had here's the crazy part is because the parents were never in the living room they had a giant flat screen in their room i saw it but they just they were like oh we're never in the living room really it's a decorative piece (laughs) they're like whatever like whatever we'll get a big tv when when the time comes but until then, they were like, "Big CRT is fine." So we're playing, and and I remember hearing someone behind me go, "How the fuck are your hands moving like that right now?" <laughs> and you know, 
I I had no other feelings other than like pure euphoria when I am absolutely decimating, decimating the pantheon that I had looked up to so highly. I was at the bottom of Smash Mountain, Jesse. I was at the bottom. And when I had beaten GIF in that moment with my boys surrounding me, with the pure spirit of melee being there embodied all around me, I felt nothing but pure euphoria, feeling like I was at the top of Smash Mountain. You're flying. I'm flying. Dude, I can fly. It's so fucking crazy. Look at how high I can jump, dude. Oh my god. So I'm murdering it. Game after game after game. We end up being in the rotation, you know, we're playing rotation. But game after game after game. And he just gets up and he goes, you're too good for me, man. I can't play with you anymore. And I just... You know? You, you can't... Uh, ah. Ah, the fucking gabagool. Yeah. It is... It is what this game is all about. It is everything... I'm getting such hard goosebumps right now thinking about this. It is everything that this game was made for, for me, in my eyes. It is having a goal. It, it, is, it is being at the bottom, getting crapped on, realizing where you're at, seeing that next level, that pantheon, seeing that, that, that thing at the top of the, the hill of the gods and going, I want to be there. Working your way there, getting there, even though it's fun the whole time. All you're doing is learning. You just, it's, it's just a desire. It's just you want to do it. It's, it's something about the fucking game makes you want to do it. And then you get there. Oh, I'm just getting chills like crazy. And then you get there. And then you go, what's next? Well, you realize when you're at the top of Smash Mountain inside of Gif's house, when you crossfaded at 17 years old, and you go to a tournament a couple days later, and you get 17th out of like 25 entrants. <laughs> Oh, baby, there's a whole another pantheon to climb? <laughs> oh, there's more than one? There's levels to this? I get to go as long as I want, as hard as I want, to get to the point that I want to get at? It's the most addicting thing. It's the most intoxicating thing. A good melee session. It's the most rewarding thing to to accomplish a goal that you have in melee it's the most it's the most strenuous thing when you lose in a bracket in an unfortunate way or you don't perform to how you want to it is the most heartbreaking thing when your efforts you've tried and tried and tried again and it doesn't seem to be working but the beautiful part is that it's a marathon not a race that's what I've realized in eight years. You can be Leffen and become a god in five or IBDW and become a god in five if you really want to sell your fucking soul. But if you want to be able to keep your sanity, enjoy the ride, get sick at melee, all you have to do is play.
literally you you can't not get sick at melee by playing it literally you have no choice but to get better at melee when you play melee you have no choice but to get better literally zero because no matter what you're practicing something you're moving the stick the stick feels a little bit better this time oh the buttons feel a little bit better this time oh actually you know if i hit my my l spring like this it actually feels really nice i think i'm gonna do that and then that slowly ascends to oh you know what i think i'm gonna try and wave land here Ooh, a late aerial yeah shine grab I'm into it. I'm into it. Falco up tilt. Okay, so like I'm saying, sorry about that. It is it is everything that I could have ever asked for and more in a game, in a community, in a in a way to build my personal character in a way to build my relationships, in a way to build my prospects as an individual. Melee really, like, I, I mean, I, we've only done an hour. I told you about, like, three things. I could go into a thousand commentary gigs. I could go into the Arcadian. I could go into my, my growth as a player. Like, I haven't even talked about myself really as a player yet. I mean, I've done, I've done some good shit. I'm not trying to brag, but I'm not terrible anymore. <laughs> I'm, I'm definitely at a way higher level than I was when I was getting 17th at that local after Gifts House. I'll tell you that much. I I just it's melee is the only thing that makes me feel as giddy as I do right now. And there's Melee's so much the more thing. melee to be played. And there's so much more, and there's so much more melee to be watched and to analyze and to think about and to dream about combos to dream about combos to think about oh i tried writing a uh, like a fox matchup guide notebook i had a notebook like physical notebook that i tried to fill out cover to cover with fox like matchup specific yeah. tips i got two pages in and my hand started to cramp and so i put the book down and i never picked it back up and then I realized that's how I knew I was a fox player until I died. It's because my <laughs> fucking hand cramped trying to write out a guide for the character. That's how I knew uh, I was a fox man until the day I died. So you're going to be playing on the box intermittently or permanently moving forward. You mentioned that briefly. You're doing hand therapy stuff. I do. I, I've been playing Nick All-Stars. That's been fun. A lot of fun, actually. I've been having a lot. My Nigel's in um, and I've been using a controller for that because the box layout is a little iffy. Oh, shouts to Margo. Loafing it up in the corner right there. That is one damn good kitty cat. Jeez. <clears throat> anyway, ooh, excuse me. God, I'm vulgar, man. That's not really that big of a deal. I, what I'm wondering is how the hell did Patty not get you on the Austin Mailey podcast? Yeah, I asked him. I asked him because I, I actually, yeah, I had to reach out to him about it. I don't know. He's had like four different people be repeat guests. Jackson. I think Patty might be. I think I think Patty. I love Patty to death. I'd take it. Patty's one of those people that I would absolutely take a bullet for. I think Patty Loki hates me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Obviously, much love to Patty. Much love to Austin Melee. I love those guys so much. I've I've seen him a lot in the past couple of weeks too. So, um, uh, he said that. He wants to do it. I, I reached out to him about doing it, and he's like, yeah, I'm down. You're probably going to have to like stay the night here. And I'm like, that's fine. That's no problem. Um, 
but we haven't it, it, i brought it up he was like yeah i'm down and then that that was the end of it we haven't really talked about it much since then so this maybe if audition tape. if we get this is the yeah aud- the audition tape or or yeah audition tape no i i think i think maybe something that i'll tell you for being in more of a group setting is that you can't take your time. See, I am trying to give you the space that you need to tell your stories because I think that you tell it better than I can and me like springing in with comments frequently is not going to really help. But if there's like three other people on the couch who are all like just kind of waiting for you to be done, I think that might be mm-hmm. part of it. That's my guess. I think well, that... Yeah. Go I ahead. think that you tell great stories, and so that we don't want to hold you back from that. So no one should be telling you to be anything less than the beautiful man that you are. I also <laughs> think that there's a group dynamic concern. Maybe that's my own. That's my own guess. Dynamic concern? Oh, oh, like uh, like uh, too many too many cooks in in one kitchen type of thing, right? The we chemistry. have too many color commentators. Mm-hmm. There's too yeah. much. There's too much spice. There's not enough. There's not enough. I don't know. There's not enough tech. There's not enough dorkiness there. <laughs> Patty's like Patty's like the dorkiest one in that podcast, and that's the craziest thing to me. But no, I I, I love riffing it with those guys. I think it would be a good time. It probably wouldn't. We'd probably be able to talk about some pretty productive stuff. But I think at the end of the day, we'd be making a lot of dick jokes or something. You know, some stupid. Hey, dick jokes get you a lot of subscribers on Patreon if you're the yard. So if you are the yard, that's come. The they say come a lot on that show. Cassie, my girlfriend, loves that show. She she we're a patron now because she's like we're out of episodes to listen to, honey, and we have an hour and a half drive. Like Patreon, yes. <laughs> Let's do it. I feel like that's something very valuable that you might be able to like. You now we should just get you on the yard. We should go just skip all the melee podcasts and go straight get you straight into the yard because they'll be like <laughs> a female gamer listens to us. That's pretty pog champ. I, I've already, I've already told Slime he loves it. I mean, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm pretty good friends with all four of those guys. Uh, no big deal. Every, everyone but Ludwig follows me on Twitter, but Ludwig follows me on Instagram. <laughs> and I really, I want to go to main stage because I want to see those guys again. I haven't seen them in forever. It's been since the last main stage. So main stage 2019. Yeah, yeah. I got, I got flown out by IBDW because he got into Summit. It was a it was a whole weird um what what's the what's the term I'm looking for? Not monkey hole. Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole. Rabbit hole to go down. Of he needed New England support. He didn't really have a New England connection. I was the New England connection. I helped bring New England together to help vote IBDW into Summit. That very summit, he beats Hungry Box, gets you know, pops off, goes crazy, becomes a top player after Saves that. Saves his career. I mean, he's frequently said if he didn't play as well as he did at that summit, he wouldn't be playing melee right now. No mm-hmm. Riptide champ. That would be so. No sad. Riptide champ. Yep. And uh, and a lot. I mean, New England gave him a shit ton of votes, dude. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know the exact number, but I know. I know New England gave him a fucking chunk because we didn't have a a good candidate for that year, so we were like, let's just send Cody. Cody's sick. Hell yeah. Um. And then because of that, he was like, let me repay you. Please let me repay you. And I was like, what are you thinking? And he's like, how about a paid trip to main stage there and back with free housing? I was like, that sounds dope. 
what the fuck? Where would I be getting housed? He's like with slime and like at at that house at the Ludwig house. Ah. I'm like, what? I was like, I was like, really with those guys? And again, little fun fact: I ran Ludwig's first melee tournament ever. I'm pretty sure, unless you had one at like some Exeter house, uh, like where he lived in New Hampshire, like local tournament. I ran his first tournament ever. No big deal. Um, yeah, I know, right? No big deal. <laughs> and it was so crazy too, because that tournament was called Game Castle. And that was typically a G-Town Tom run tournament. But that specific weekend, he had, it was a monthly, that specific weekend, he had something else to do. So I was the one that ran it because I was still a big TO at the time. And that was when we, we all first met Ludwig. And then he showed up and he was just like, hey, I'm Ludwig. Like, play puff. Come. Cool. I'm like, cool. Cool. And then he came to a couple more tournaments and then just disappeared. And then he popped up out of nowhere on Bad Melee. And now he's one of the biggest Twitch streamers ever ever to do it literally crazy so fucking crazy but anyway i stayed at their house it was dope i really want to go back me and slime and nick and aiden and all of them and ludwig are, are you know i from my perspective we're tight obviously it's a different perspective from everybody's perspective but i like those guys i had a good time with those guys every single interaction i had with them has been amazing it's a matter of being like the, the same room, right? There's just so much happening. You just got to be in the same room, and then it all comes back. Like it's all exactly, back. exactly. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Even if we don't talk every day, it's like I still hit them up every now and then. Hey, Aiden, how you doing? Me and Aiden are supposed to play Netplay sometime. Sometime. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. I really want to go. I want to try to go to main stage or Genesis or big, so that. I can bring Cassie to a major, have it be her first major, and I really want her to meet some of the yard boys because she really likes the yard and she always geeks about it because I'm friends with them. And I'm like, honey, let's go meet them because they're great. They're really, really fucking funny. They're really nice people. It would be a dope time, and I'm sure they would love you too. So That would be awesome. That, let's yeah. I, and, and you know, if I was there and I could go, maybe I'm like, hey, what's up, bro? Let me let me pop on the pod. And it, that's a very. And I thought about it. I'm like, the odds are actually like zero point zero one percent, but that's not zero. You know what I mean? It's not zero. But I don't have a big name, so it's hard for them to justify putting it on a huge podcast like that. But what if it's like you're up there sitting in a chair and you're like, I mean, I'm just chilling. I might as well. Might I might, well. I, I, you know, I would definitely take a picture. Already I would definitely up. take oh, pictures. Yeah. I'll take a video. I'll do my own little like 20 second <laughs> podcast up there and I'll just like do a shitty version of their jingle and then I'll just say come and then I'll have it be the end. It'll be perfect. I'll be like, ah, message Aiden and come and then just end podcast. That'd be awesome. <laughs> here's, here's how I'll tie up our, our time together because yeah. I do hour, i would yeah. love to i would love to spend three more hours like matt Dobbs said and i accidentally spent almost three hours talking and recording but uh for me to tie us all up i still have someone who was nice about it when they would beat me down pretty hard in melee because i didn't know how to do anything as i still to this day don't really know how to do a whole lot in melee i want to but i'm also busy and you get it so when I think about getting better, I think about beating that person, my cousin, like five-ish years older than me, the person who I never was able to beat in Melee specifically. I would, no matter how, I, I 
didn't own the game. So I would just watch videos. I would study like the frame data stuff that was available at the time. Like, you know, mostly based off of Mewtwo King stuff that he put out. Yeah, Smash literally Sports. so crazy. And I would just try really hard to think about how I would go about beating him. And then we'd go down to Maryland where they're, where they lived from yep. Lancaster PA. So about an hour and a half away. And I would lose nearly every single game and maybe squeak one out by accident, but that didn't count to me. I was like, it's still horrific in your mind. Yes. So like, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I haven't had that. I haven't flown yet. I need to fly. And you hearing you talk about that story just makes me really want to fly again. So flying is very nice and flying is going to happen to you. You have a lot more priorities on your plate than I did when I was learning how to fly. You have a child and a full-time job and a wife. Like you have you have two kids. Holy shit. Yeah, you have a lot going on. But the dope thing is is that you are in a beautiful era that has a lot of resources available to it. So your practice, if spent efficiently, like the time you spend practicing, if you spend it efficiently with learning general concepts and learning neutral and learning like watching for me, I would say like watching an IBDW lesson or watching fiction lessons or drugged Fox lessons, whatever's available on YouTube that you can publicly find. Bunch of fiction lessons. He puts them up on YouTube. He just puts yeah, them up. That's, that's amazing. Giving yeah. Them yeah. Away. Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Same with drugged Fox. I think there's at least a few that have been re-uploaded publicly. Yep. Um, the general concepts that you will learn in those are going to last you a lifetime of melee. So the earlier you learn those, the better off you'll be and the easier it'll be for you to start flying. So again, practice efficiently and you'll be fine. Because like I said earlier, it's a marathon, not a race. We're not racing for anything at this point. We're, we're all just sitting back and enjoying the ride while we still can, while Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl is still looks like clay you know whatever um point being i have theories you can you can absolutely fly jesse i know you can i can feel it yeah i can because you were getting goosebumps too so you know you know that feeling that i'm talking about so all you have to do is not it, it okay bushido warrior mentality that's it that's all i have to say is just bushido warrior mentality you do not win. You do not lose. You are simply learning and improving. You are honing your craft. You are honing your skills. That's all you're doing. And that's all you continue to do. And then when you play against someone else, you are just showing them your skills. You are showing, okay, here is what I have. Here is the fruits of my labor, right? You just lay it on the table. Because at the end of the day, especially as like, as I have gotten better at the game and I start to get to like higher end parts of bracket and I'm playing better players, no one cares about how you play, really. Just get your three. Get your three games. Doesn't matter how you get your three games. It could be 3-2. It could be 3-1. If it's a best of five, if it's a best of three, just get your two. You know what I mean? You get God, it, yep. You get it. Get your three. High-level players, you get it. Get your three. That's it. Just, Just all you have to focus on is getting your three and Bushido Warrior mentality. Like... That's it. And I know that sounds so stupid and simple coming from like a different perspective because I've already been through the the mud and the dirt and all that with like figuring out that that is honestly all it is. 
it's just Bushido warrior mentality. Don't get upset when you lose because someone has to lose at the end of the day. Respect your opponent and just play to learn. The game is sick. Don't ever forget about how fucking sick this game is. I nearly forgot about how sick this game was before this podcast. Thank you, Jesse, for having me on here so that I could remember why I loved this game and why this game is sick to me. Because past couple of weeks have not been great for me melee-wise, and I've been having a lot of doubts. <sighs> Thank you. It helps. Helps Thanks. to talk about help. the game a little bit. Mm-hmm. There have been, been conversations that I feel like I have with, with somebody, and then I see them do something amazing. So I'm not going to take credit. I never try to post on Twitter and be like, over here kind of a thing but it makes me it makes me feel like it's like a teammate sort of a thing where it's like mm-hmm. seeing somebody succeed like i'm not jealous of them or anything like i actually do genuinely feel happy for them so if i see You're you win, for your boy if you fit if you win your next tournament and i know you can i know you have i know you will let's go that would be awesome to see that and let's go i really hope that you can figure out all of your health hand uh their hand i'll be health. fine i feel great I feel great right this, now. I've been I've been going I've been going for about a month now, and yeah, the the improvement has been absolutely incredible. The slope up has been amazing. So, awesome. Been feeling great. Everything's been looking good. Um, I have a new job interview in the next three days for a senior. Uh, it is senior point of sales activation specialist at DoorDash. It would be a full time remote office job, so I would get to work from home full time, which would be freaking sick so ideally if i can nail this job nail fixing my hands nail my mental health and then i don't know maybe fix my back it's a little hurt got a bad back maybe maybe get then out to I, I, a west coast major or two west coast major or two i could be mango and i could be on the yard i could i could do it all i could i could win summit give me Give me a minimum, give me a, ma- a minimum of ten years, and I could win a summit. I, we need another Nick Yingling for Smash Summit Twelve. I it's so fucked up. I was at Yingling's house like three weeks before Summit. I was literally at his house. Me and my girlfriend went to Arizona for a week on vacation, and the one week that I'm there, I went. I feel awful the morning of. I throw up a bunch the morning of our flight. Up at four in the morning, I'm feeling terrible. Cannot cannot even get out of bed get dragged to the airport, get on the flight, pass out. I wake up. We go to Ty, the Marth player from Arizona. We go to Ty's house. We, we pick up a rental car. We get Raising Canes because my girlfriend really wanted Raising Canes. And then we go to Ty's house. And I start playing Ty. Again, I'd thrown up. I had been sick the whole day, passed out. I have nothing in my system but Raising Canes at this point. And I started four-stalking Ty in his house in front of my girlfriend. And I was like, what is happening right now? <laughs> we have our vacation. To end the vacation, we go to Nick Yingling's house. We start playing. Ty shows up. Ty four stalks me in front of my girlfriend. I was like, ah, you <laughs> fucking rat. You little bastard. So uh, I, I, was, I actually got to formally meet him, Nick Yingling, like a couple weeks before that whole summit run. And I'm not going to lie, bro. I would fucking schmuck up Nick Yingling right now. Nick Yingling, if you ever listen to this, I would rock your world in a best of five. I would, I would, oh my God. Oh my God. Everybody in the room would think they would have COVID because they couldn't smell the cum on your back. They wouldn't be able to. 
They wouldn't be able to. They'd go, is there a comeback? Is there a comeback? And then you would go, no, I can't smell it. I can't smell anything. And then boom, everybody's sick with it because I'm so nasty. All right. This is great, Jesse. I just want to say this is amazing. I had lots of fun. The gauntlet's been laid. We got to talk about some melee. Hope you enjoy the rest of your night. Good luck with the job interview. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. Tell the missus to have a wonderful night. You get some sleep. Thank you for having me on.